Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome back to the show. Well, after making a number of increases to its immigration targets in recent years, the federal government announced today that it's aiming to maintain its target of welcoming half a million new permanent residents in 2026. Now, immigration targets have been rising uh, in the recent years. Last year, the government released a plan to grant uh, permanent residency to 465,000 people and and uh, a figure that could, would rise to half a million by 2025. Now, keep that in mind that the immigration target for 2015 was around 300,000 per year. Uh, Canada's population has grown by a record 1 million people in 2022. Of course, the country surpassed the 40 million uh, people mark earlier this year. And to put that in context, locally, 100,000 people moved to BC in 2021, and another 150,000 people moved here in 2022, the most in 60 years. Now, this past summer, Benjamin Tall, he's the Deputy uh, Chief Economist at CIBC Capital Markets, uh, spoke uh, spoke at a Liberal Party uh, retreat. He warned uh, federal ministers at that cabinet retreat that there are around 1 million more non-permanent residents living in Canada, including foreign students, than even the government's estimates suggest. The main reason for the discrepancy was that the government was not counting people who remain in the country after their visas expire. So what's this all mean? Well, joining me now is Barge Tahan. He's a co-founder and director of the Canada-India Education Society. Barge, welcome. Thank you. Uh, your thoughts, first and foremost, on this 500,000 permanent resident target in 2026. It was already announced for 2025. It was going to be 500,000. We used to debate 250,000 in the 1990s, 300,000 in 2015 when the Liberals came into power. We're now talking about half a million. Your thoughts? I mean, in regards to what we're, you're hearing, what we hear on this show, uh, is this a question of the government just kind of putting its foot on the brake ever so slightly because there's been so much conversation around too, many, too much immigration at this moment. I don't think it's really a break mm-hmm. on what the government is saying. Well, I'm not surprised by this announcement, so it's still 500,000. Mm-hmm. When I talk to my neighbors and people in my circles, I would say consensus is that 500 is too many. Hmm. Given all of the challenges that we have in our country, especially in our metro areas, where housing is tough to find, mm-hmm. it's unaffordable. We're not really seeing positive signs that, uh, you know, new construction, the number of units we need, uh, new starts are happening to, at the rate that they need to happen. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, it's a bit of a break, but not really. Mm-hmm. And we just uh, uh, focused on housing on the 3 o'clock hour, talking about the new provincial government legislation, which basically says they're going to allow three or four units to be built on a traditional family lot, potentially six units on a traditional family lot. If it's near Sky, uh, Sky Train, they're going to allow secondary suites, or a laneway house, uh, they're, just, they're just upzoning everything. This is from the provincial government. So the provincial, the, uh, the municipalities are going to have to deal with some of this stuff. But it speaks to how many people are moving here or wanting to move here. So in your mind, when we talk 500,000, those are just immigrants. That doesn't include, what else doesn't include in your mind? 
Well, it doesn't uh, include international students. Okay. It doesn't include temporary foreign workers. And I'm not even sure it includes the number of refugees we're taking into the country. I think either last year or year before, we took in 51,000 uh, refugees. So are they in this number? Mm-hmm. So is this 500,000 number really an accurate, realistic number? I don't think so. What is the right number in your mind? Um, well, as you and I know, uh, that economists uh, do not agree on what is the right number of immigrants coming into the country per year. That ranges between 250 to 500,000. In my mind, I think that the right number is around 300,000. That can be accommodated, that we need for the economy. The other thing is the minister, when they made the announcement today, said that this level of immigration, they're going to try to tie it to the labor needs in the country. Well, I'd like to get a little bit more information what that exactly means. The other thing I'm not sure about is uh, to what degree did the federal government making this announcement, prior to making this announcement, what, what kind of discussions did they have with the provincial governments? I think the provincial governments may have a better pulse of the economy provincially mm-hmm. in terms of what kind of people we need and what kind of skills we need. Hmm. And most of the immigrants still in this country are going to end up in Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary. Um, when you say the right type of immigrants, what are we looking for? Is it just a technical skill? Is it because of a commuting age? Is it about you know creating IP and new intellectual property? Is it more our, our goal at its core should be immigrants with technical skills? I think any community, any society, country to be sustainable um, <clears throat> needs all kinds of workers. So we need baristas. We need restaurant workers. We need, uh, you know, people who can do labor jobs. That's still an integral part of the economy. Mm -hmm. Definitely, we need people that have uh, skills such as uh, in trades. And then, of course, we need higher level of skills where people are educated in uh, science and technology, mathematics and so on. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's one or the other. I think we need to take a holistic approach and say this is what we need. Right now, five years down the road, 10 years down the road. Mm-hmm. And as opposed to taking a siloed approach, now we're just talking about immig- immigration today, but we haven't talked about the international students. Um, a lot of this is this conversation is occurring, occurring around housing challenges, as you said, uh, affordability challenges. We're just having a big debate on the carbon tax, whether or not we should be eliminating it because people can't afford it. Um, do you think we're heading to a place, I mean, Canada generally, you know, there's always going to be debates on the level of immigration. And people have generally been supportive of immigration because the country needs it. But do you think we're at in a different place in this conversation today and now because of housing affordability, because of many other issues, that people are really turning against immigration because uh, we seem to have have had our foot on the pedal in regards to how many people are coming here? Oh, I think so. I think this conversation has changed even from last year ago. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the recent polls just came out that 44% of Canadians feel that we need to put a pause on uh, immigration or actually not have as many as 500,000 come. That number is much higher than it was last year, where 
fewer Canadians were saying we have too many immigrants. Now more are saying we have too many. And it's all linked to the way our economy is going and particularly the cost of living. And that includes housing as well. Hey, welcome back to the show. If you're just joining us, our guest is Barge Dahan, co-founder and director of the Canada India Education Society. Barge was on this show, I think, about a month ago. Almost, he was almost co-hosting, really. We had one, I think, for four days talking about international students, and everybody had opinions on that, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, but uh, we wanted to talk about immigration levels. So 500,000 is what's being announced for 2026 for permanent residents. But as Barge says, does that include international students? Does that include temporary foreign workers? Does that include refugees? Uh, just so you're aware, Canada's population grew by a record million people in 2022 alone. Uh, the country surpassed 40 million people um, earlier this year. And in BC here, 100,000 people moved here to BC in 2021, 150,000 people in 2022. That is the most in 60 years. So what is the right immigration level? We're a country of immigrants. We've got a gr- growing challenges in regards to paying for infrastructure. Healthcare costs never go down. They only go in one direction. We need a strong pool of taxpayers funding for, funding all of this. So what is the right number of um, immigrant immigrants, number one. And, of course, you can see all these people moving here. Look at the housing announcement today. Uh, it's impacting a lot of things. Uh, or should we be hitting the break? 604-280-9898. Uh, let's go to Jackson in Langley. Hi, Jackson. Hey, Jazz. Love the show as always. Uh, I have an idea. Instead of just a set number of immigrants every year, like 500,000, I would love to see where uh, we took, like, 30,000 from each country, and that was the max. Like, you have 30,000 from China, 30,000 from the U.S., 30,000 from Sweden, 30,000 for, and then you get a real mix of uh, the community and uh, a, a real different uh, uh, skill set, too, that mm-hmm. they have from each of their countries. Um, Bart, jump in if you want. I mean, what I've always, what you see at the end of the day is different waves of immigration. There was a time in this country people thought, oh, the Ukrainians are going to take over. And there was a huge immigration from the Ukraine at that time. This is probably half a century, probably 60 years ago now. You see a significant amount of Ukrainian descendants today in British Columbia. I think it's 5%. But there's always ebbs and flows in immigration. Can we actually control that? And do we want to be doing that? Well, we certainly want uh, immigrants from diverse backgrounds, diverse countries. Uh, The largest source country of immigrants now is India, and number two is probably China. So, And it's the same with the international students as well. Almost 42% of the international students coming in are now from India. So on one hand, uh, we are talking about the richness of the diversity in our country, yet the pattern now, the wave of uh, recent immigrant international students largely coming from two, three countries. So we're having less of a diverse pool of immigrants, less of a diverse pool of skill sets as well. That's got to be conscious, though, right? I mean, and this is just me speculating aloud, but I mean, there's a country, both countries, well over 1.3 billion people, uh, strong pool of young people. The average age in India is about 28. So you have this young population. Uh, but you're right. The diversity isn't there as it once was, right? I mean, it's it's. I don't I don't know how you change that, though. Well, you know, one of the things that a uh, question that I would have for the government is, in this five hundred thousand number, what percentage of that are family reunification immigrants? 
So somebody immigrates here and then they sponsor their mom and dad or their grandparents. And you don't want to keep families unified for daycare, yes. for quality of life for people. You can't just say you're going to be separated for life. But but one would argue they don't have as much of a positive impact when you bring the grandparents in compared to somebody in their early 20s or they're married and they bring kids with them, which is they're buying goods and services, they're adding to our population, they're paying their taxes for a longer period of time. That's what we need. If we're talking long-term for what is beneficial for Canada, mm-hmm. we need uh, younger people between the ages of 20 and 35. Uh, some of them will have children. That's going to help our labor needs long-term. Uh, let's go to Natalie in Port Coquitlam. Hi, Natalie. Hi. Um I am just really worried about the exploitation that I continue to, like, see. I mean, it seems to me like uh, we've got a lot of just low-paying service and hospitality jobs that are being filled with immigrants. And and that, and that to me, that's just like it, it, it's equivalent to slaves. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, they're coming here and they're paying a really high cost of living. And now if we're going to be shutting down Airbnb, how's that going to affect the tourism? You know, restaurants closing down. And it's, it's a shock when someone loses a source of income. It's yeah. a real shock. And, and it's happening. And it's, we can't ignore that it's happening. And, and the thing is, sure, you know, we need all high levels of, of, of um, different, um, you know, uh, 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 sectors of the employment to, to address and sell. But you know, where do people live? You know, where do you, and, and it's just, I just don't see the support yeah. out there that they need as well. Natalie, and, thank you for then, your call. Appreciate it. Uh, she raised everybody's frustration. I mean, if you listen to Natalie, I think she'd be, she's pro-immigration. So it's not like something I hate immigrants. And even if you didn't want immigrants, that's fine. But everything she's talking about, are they ha- getting uh, in regards to, they have access to the good jobs? Or are they prepared to, to, to be, you know, are they prepared for the Canadian economy um, in regards to international students, the housing issue she raised. I think all of those things she just raised, what's in the back of mind of most Canadians, and that's what they're concerned about in regards to what's happening um, uh, to this country and its immigration levels. Uh, let's go to uh, Sean in North Vancouver. Hi, Sean. Hi, guys. Um, immigration done well is wonderfully beneficial to a country. However, if it's done wrong, it can be ruinous to a country. I just finished a book called The Strange Death of Europe, written by a British academic. Uh, before we figure out what, how to do immigration, we should figure out what not to do with immigration. And I would suggest, I got it at chapters, The Strange Death of Europe. Europe, uh, a number of years ago, and it's not that long, it's a fairly recent book, um, went through a massive uh, wave of immigration and they really didn't give it much thought in some cases, or they planned poorly, and it's been horrific, uh, some of the results. So I would suggest before we start saying how we're going to do it, we should know um, with certainty how not to do it. John, thanks for your call. I appreciate it. My, most of my family did immigrate to England um, in the 70s and 60s. Uh, they'll say some of those things to me when I talk to them. The immigrants today, I said, well, maybe you've just been in England for too long and you're just a native English person now, right? But I think some of those issues are right. You see the riots in France. You see some riots in Germany. You see some of the complaints even in, um, in the UK as well. I think there's probably lessons to be learned there. Oh, absolutely. I think one of the things that the federal government could do, that is in the whole area of international students, Right now, this whole area is a mess. 
even when a student completes their study program, there's no clear pathway to permanent residency. Yeah, so one of the suggestions that I would make with a million, one million international students, those students who complete a minimum of two years of the study program, they be given uh, automatic PR after maybe a year of completing their program. They're already used to living in Canada. They understand how everything works. They're part of the economy, and they are younger people. 